Zero. Check. One, two. Two. Mic check. Am I on? I never know which way to switch this switch. Am I alright? Yeah, you're, you're good. How come I can't hear myself I, at all? Uh, that is not something I can explain. Huh. This is not good. Maybe uh, you're going deep. You can hear me, right? Check. Check. One, two. I can barely hear myself. Yeah, I can hear you. Good uh, good morning, everybody. That's the voice of Drake on the other side of the glass. Maybe that maybe that's a good thing for everybody else that uh, you have a filter for yourself. <laughs> you can't hear yourself talk. Like I, I think that's kind of been the case for a while. You're saying I need a filter? Uh, no, I'm saying that ninety percent of the time you don't listen to what it is that you're saying. So I don't listen to what anybody's saying most you're of right. the time. Pretty much live in my own little world. Uh, so. That's 100%. My wife told me something about that. I don't remember what yeah. she was saying. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, good morning, everybody. Toby is off to Auburn. We've got you for the next hour. He will be uh, live on location tomorrow from SEC country. He's got to have like some type of anti-itch cream with him to be heading to SEC country because um, – he just doesn't like it. Well, no, you know how you there's those allergy treatments now to where you go get like a shot, shot? two or three times a week. Yeah, I'm sure with that. with the SEC move on the horizon, he's been going getting those treatments. So this is kind of a a nice little baptism by fire type thing. See how that's going for him. Oh man, he's gonna have a rough go of it. I think he's gonna have a rough go of it for the next few years until this all sets in for him. But uh, maybe he'll survive. Uh, Victor has asked for it. We shall deliver. It is time for the Pet of the Week. Uh, pet of the Week brought to you by Dr. Otto, University Animal Hospital, and OK Canine Corral, your doggy daycare grooming resort. Two locations right here in Norman. Did you send this to me? I did. Did you not get it? I haven't gotten it yet, no. Well, let me, let me try this again. Try it again. Forward, include, Drake... Oh, I send it to Drake the rapper. Me and him email yeah. back and forth mm-hmm. a lot. I mm-hmm. see how that happens. Yeah. What, what account are you wanting it on? It doesn't matter. All right, I'll send it to One both. One that'll actually come yes. through I'm on. I'm sending it to both, just in case. Sending it to both. Um, Probably I'll give getting filtered because all those terrible things you send out to people. <laughs> it might so. be. Uh, Fonzie is our pet of the week. Okay, now I've got it. Hey, Fonzie is a two-year-old... Rhodesian Ridgeback? Is that what that is? Yeah. Uh, 60 pounds, tan and white, 
Available for adoption right th- now at the uh, Norman Animal Shelter. Um, I'm going to have to get onto the picture taker here. Just a straight on shot. I can't really tell the size. These are big dogs. Now, yeah, Rhodesian Ridgebacks get up to about 100 pounds usually. This is a mix. So perhaps the Rhodesian uh, Ridgeback and a Chihuahua had a Friday night, and this dog won't get quite that big. Uh, 60 pounds, two years old. I would think he's full grown, and he doesn't look like the size of that style of dog. If he's two years old, he's full grown. Right, right. So um, this is a smaller Ridgeback than what you're typically used to seeing, I think. So uh, the a little bit about we had a Rhodesian Ridgebacks when I was a kid. Of course, fun you did. fact. Yeah, of course, you did. Uh, but the reason why they why they're called Rhodesian Ridgeback, it looks like, and this is probably why it is that his name is Fawns because it looks like they have a cow lick on the their backs. So they have like this big ridge of hair that goes all the way uh, along the spine. Is that true? Yeah. Huh. I'm trying to picture it. My yeah. cousin has them, and that's her children. So she's always posting pictures, but I don't remember noticing that. So now yeah. I'll be looking for it. Yeah. So uh, that might be why the, his namesake right there is because uh, the big cow lake on his back. So uh, He looks like a very cool dog, very sweet dog, yeah. all tan and white. Uh, face is all tan, but then when it gets down to uh, the muzzle, the, the nose, it kind of turns white. His chest is white. Cool markings on his leg because he's got – what we can see here is three of the four legs. Two have just tan legs with a white paw, and then one front leg is just all white. So cool markings on him. Um, Looks like his right leg just went into a white uh, just bucket of down paint. In paint. Yeah. Uh, my cousin loves her Ridgebacks. Yeah. Uh, there's someone else I know that has these type of dogs too, and I'm blanking on who that is, but I know they love them as well. So, uh, very good dog from what I know. Yeah. Drake had one. Two. Two. Decided they did not like them and decided to go bulldogs the rest of his life, I think, so. Uh, <laughs> not true. Uh, they are excellent dogs, very high energy dogs, a type of dog that usually you'll need a yard for and you will need to walk them, but they're great, loyal dogs and everything. So well, cool uh, name too. Like some of these you need to rename them. Fonzie's a cool Fonzie, name. Yeah. The Fonzie so. is a very, especially if he's got the cowlick on his back, like I said, so it fits. Um, may have to get him a leather jacket, but you can look into that after you adopt him. So Rhodesia, former former name of a uh, African uh, country. Can you, can, you, can you tell me uh, what the name of that <laughs> no, country is? Now? I have no idea, Michael <laughs> Dean. What, uh, what just happened? Zimbabwe, by the way. <laughs> well, if you're interested in Fonzie, uh, call Norman Animal Shelter. Make an appointment time to go see him. Four zero five two nine two ninety seven thirty six. If you're out of the area, if you're in Norman. Or out of the area, adoptapet.com, put in your zip code. It'll bring up the uh, animals available in your area. You can look through there and uh, find an animal that needs a home in your area, adoptapet.com. So big thanks to Dr. Otto, University Animal Hospital, and OK Canine Corral. So we go from that to a treat for all of you. Toby has left. He warned you yesterday. It is a special morning show appearance by BFC Bob from Cement. Good morning, Bob. 
Testing, one, two, three, testing. Mic check, one, two, three, test, test. How, how's my pot level there? Uh, excellent, excellent. You sound wonderful. Thank you. How's it hanging, TJ? I'm good, I'm Greetings good. Greetings from the trailer in cement. So I'm listening to the lander. By the way, the lander's guy doesn't shower that often, so I think that he uses a lot of itch cream, by the way. so uh, <laughs> How do you know if he no, showers or not? Well, here because Lumber Lady told me that the last few times she had hugged him, he didn't smell fresh. That's all what? I need to know right there. Yeah, she told me. Ask Lumber Lady. Maybe Lumber can call in and, okay. and verify okay. that, okay? She, she's never let so me I'm, know that Toby stunk before, so I'll verify that. Yeah, he doesn't use any – he doesn't shower often. So I'm listening to the Landers guy this morning, and he tells us that Mule Puke called him, but he yes. pulls a Pat Jones on the radio, and he says, "I really can't say anything." You know, you know, doesn't. That's why I'm shocked he brought it up. Like I have never asked him about it because I knew Lincoln had called him. He didn't tell me that. I knew from someone else, but I knew he didn't want to talk about it on the air. So I'm surprised when he just drops the. Hey, did I tell you Lincoln called me back uh, a few weeks ago? Yeah, the fact that he dropped that on the air was and then, really weird and, and not want to talk about it. Did not want to talk about it. I did. I found that strange. So That's what Pat Jones does all the time on, on air. Pat will say something like that and then say, I can't say I'm not going to say anything. not going to tell you who it was. Well, then why the hell are you on radio, Pat? Okay? <laughs> I mean, gee whiz. I've told people that for years. It's right. unbelievable. So does Rusty Olson and uh, oh, the Onion gosh. Ring guy do, do they do they call you anymore? Like a mule puke called uh, Zero? I have not heard. <laughs> I have not received a call from either of those in quite some time. Okay, okay. just to answer okay. your question. Hey, no. Moving on to OU women. One has texted me. The other I haven't heard from in years. Okay, especially since the marijuana law changed. There's no need to text you with the other guy. But anyway. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. I told you this chick that was coming in, this Jenny Varonchek, uh, hot, Jenny Hot You Varonchek, were, you were one of the first that huh? told me she was going to be successful. I mean, what a diamond in the rough Josie found with this chick. I, I was thinking about this a lot last night, though. Lady. A lady. lot. Yeah. A, a, a lot. Why does she not wear any skirts on the sidelines? Have you ever thought about that? Never. Not once, no. This, this casual coach dress that they're doing now i wish they would get back the men coaches wish they would get back to the suits and ties some of these guys look like crap in their pajamas on the sidelines it's horrible (laughs) casual fridays in the business world has ruined everything i mean which it's it's called the lack of discipline i wish we could i like it i'm I'm gonna argue with you here i like the coaches now not being in three-piece suits or something on the sideline. I felt for years with basketball coaches it was completely unnecessary. So um, I, I like the style they're going with now. It's some, you know some I'll give you. Some look better than others in what they wear. Uh, Huggy Bear's always been that way. It just looks like he rolls out of bed and goes and sits yeah. on his stool. So I'm a cufflink guy. You know me, though. So it's time that I announce my endorsement for Norman Mayer. Are you going to endorse anyone on air, TJ? Um. I don't know. I'll let you know on that. I, I, I probably not. I'll probably not. not uh, but if you ask me off the air, I'll let you know which way I'm leaning. Okay. Well, I am endorsing Dr. Nicole Kish for mayor. She's a second amendment. I don't think we're amendment. supposed to do this. I don't think this is legal. I think you're breaking I, all I kinds know. of rules no, right I now. Think, no, I, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm Bob from cement. Okay. We've got to get rid of this current mayor there is what I'm saying. You know, so I've broken down. I've done some, I've, I've done uh, some tape watching on all these guys. I mm. love watching these these uh, uh debates i've watched a few of them okay so the chick that wears 
47 masks and goggles. Stop. Okay. Stop. Is she going to get two votes? Stop. Maybe, maybe the little old lady next to her that lives next to her that Stop. does gardening, maybe she's going to vote for her, okay? She's blaming everything on casinos that have ruined our lives here. Uh, she does She does harp on the casinos a lot in virtually every it doesn't matter what the question is or what it uh, has to do with it. Something, something bad about a casino. <laughs> but they do need to get a little bit better microphones at these debates. It is unbelievable how bad technology was. When I was doing some media with the Norman Cable Access Television in the mid-'80s, we had better stuff there than my young Bob from Cement Media Days, okay, than what okay. they've got now. Okay. It's unbelievable. Okay. The, uh, the old guy, Midway Socialist Bob, says he's going to ru- uh, raise your taxes. He doesn't give a damn what. He's going to raise your taxes, okay? So uh, the old guy that's running that uh, has the endorsement from the fireman, this guy sounds like he got speech lessons from Marble Mouth Biden. You can't understand a damn word he's saying. So Nicole <laughs> Kish is the only one with a chance yeah. to knock out Bria Gonorrhea. So we've got to vote. Dr. Nicole Kish for mayor of Norman there. And then finally, Drake, why is it that you always have to read the cold beer ads on the, on the basketball broadcast and T. Will won't read them, but he will interview a casino guy and he will do a, a read for Brahms, which is probably kill more people than any cold beer ad. Okay. I'm Bob from cement. It's time for me to fly. Let's vote Dr. Nicole Kish. The endorsements of Bob from cement do not reflect that of the ref radio sports network. Um, do your own research, please. That's what I'll say. Oh, that's all I'll say. I don't know that you need to listen to Bob from Cement for political advice. Drake agrees with that. He's just shaking his head. <laughs> Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Welcome back. Final hour of the Tier on the Morning Show rolls on. I, it, it looks like uh, just based on your facial uh, <laughs> vibe that you're giving out that uh, you have had quite the conversation off uh, the air. Three or four people reaching out to me over uh, the... Uh, comments on the mayor race, yes, giving yeah, their opinions. As, as, All uh, I say is do your own research, people. Yeah. Uh, this hour of the Tier on the Morning Show, it's been brought to you by RK Black. They've been in business since 1952. 1952, TJ. RK Black, they're the leading provider in office technology solutions to small and medium-sized businesses in Oklahoma and Kansas. I don't know that they have a morning alarm that they can set for you as a fail-safe if you're somebody that uh, just wakes How yourself up. How ridiculous is that? that it's, it's insane. Uh, but they do have solutions for you when it comes to copiers, faxes, printers, scanners, document management, and network solutions, and so much more. Give them a call at 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com for more information. Uh... You may have to zigzag through some of those because a lot of them are sibling texts. So, oh, so are you saying that you don't want to? Uh... No, you can go over some of them if there's something different. Uh, I I had read a lot of them without clicking on them is what I'm meaning. So, um, I don't know if any new. I, I doubt we've left anyone off the table. I think everyone's been mentioned at this point. Unless you see something there. 
Uh, <laughs> Someone texted me about Brian Bosworth and his alter ego, but again, not siblings. Yeah, uh, there's there's lots of uh, Bob responses here. We can probably just <laughs> you can probably guess what all those are. It's it's a pretty people don't like Bob from Cement. Uh, your thoughts on the Sooners win last night? You've been courtside for some of these recent losses. Uh, good to get back on the winning track. Pretty much control it throughout the game. Tanner Groves, uh, really good game last night. 72-62, Oklahoma over West Virginia. Yeah, that was the key. I mean, Tanner, uh, I didn't get to catch the game. Uh, obvious. Well, I mean. Oh, you were at the women's I game. I was at the women's game. Oh, so. sorry. I forgot um, about that. So by the time I had gotten home from uh, post-gaming everything. Your thoughts on basically. the women's game then, yeah, right? Tell yeah, us no, no, courtside no. how they looked last but, night. But, I mean, as far as the men's game goes, I mean, it, this slump has kind of been something that's gone uh, along with the slump that Tanner Groves personally has had. Uh, scoring-wise, and he was the guy that was looked at coming into the season as obviously the guy with what he was able to do with Eastern Washington, particularly against Kansas in the tournament. Everybody saw him and his points per game average, rebounds, stuff like that, and knew that he was a guy that was going to probably be needed for a scoring punch, something that finally happened last night. And, yeah, OU goes on the road and gets a, a good win, so... Yeah, and yeah. a win that they, they needed. Well. They played well. Uh, Thirteen and seven now on the year. Three and five in conference play. Toby saying uh, they need to get to at least eight wins. So five more wins in conference. He thinks to yeah. uh, make the NCAA I, I, tournament. I mean, brass taxes at this point in the season with the stretch that they just had. You need to win those coin flip games at this point. Those teams that you have an opportunity that aren't ranked, that aren't your. Uh, Kansas, that aren't your Baylor, you need to be able to give yourself a good opportunity and go out there and win. And you need to, uh, I mean, it would be nice to be able to steal a game against some of these ranked opponents that you have left on the schedule, but um, you definitely need to win those coin flip games. Uh, Eight turnovers. That's all they're allowed on Saturday to reach my goal and to be victorious. So eight or less turnovers, I'm guaranteeing. And Auburn, which uh, I mean would a be over Auburn, a huge effort by <laughs> huge, this team. Huge with, turnaround with, from what with it's the way been. this uh, last month has gone. Yes, so. uh, let's get back to the phones. Who was first up here? Uh, Benny was up. First. Benny, what's going on, Benny? TJ, good morning. How are you and Drake doing this morning? Hey, I got some questions here. I'd like to comment. Hey, first of all, it's hard to believe that somebody didn't vote Jocelyn Allow to be unanimous all Big 12. Yeah, that's just and, that's just when one of those voters just feels like yeah. being uh, that one it, voter. It, it, it's either I don't follow softball at all and that name is mm-hmm. just somebody I don't recognize or I just want to be extremely contrarian and I keep yeah. her off the list and get get a, a news bump from that. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was like the Auburn voter the week before in men's yeah, basketball. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. My second one is... Uh, this is refer- referring to the women's basketball. Basically, Baranchek's got the same players that Sherry Cole had the last three, four years. Baranchek's making a winner out of this group. They're 17 and 3. Sherry couldn't win. What's your guys' opinion? Why or why not? <laughs> well, I-, I don't know necessarily that it's just. 
that sure was the problem. I, I think that sometimes just a change in voice helps players. That's what I was about to say. And, <laughs> like, last year, they were extremely competitive for the most part of the season. It's just that there were a lot of games because of uh, players sitting out like Ani Inusa uh, <laughs> and uh, Nadia Lampkin. I mean, they, they had a, a few players that were supposed to be big contributors for them that sat out the entire season. And they, for a lot of these games last year, especially in conference, only had six girls available. Yeah, yeah. So that was the big problem last year. Depth killed them last year. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't know that necessarily was anything wrong that Sherry was doing. Sometimes it just helps to have a change of voice uh, for some of these players, and it goes a long way. That's so. always been something I believe in. I think every coach runs their course at his place. Yeah. No matter how great they are. Yeah. I, and I think that was Sherry. And I think sometimes even as a coach and a Hall of Fame coach, you don't right. recognize some of the little things you're no longer doing that you did early on. Early and I career. think it's just, like Drake said, it's that new voice coming in, that new energy, uh, mm-hmm. new ideas that – Kind of after you've run a certain course, I think that's everybody. I just yeah. that's why Saban's been pretty amazing to me in yeah. keeping the level he has at Alabama um, and maintaining that because Which, it's extremely hard to do for that long of a period yeah. of time. Sherry you know, Sherry did try to kind of change things up too. She completely did a wholesale change with change her the staff. staff. Yeah, and uh, she had that staff for a couple of years, and I it just, just think- didn't. Just didn't work out. It, just, I, I mean, it, you have players like uh, Liz Scott that mm-hmm. is finally healthy, too. She had mm-hmm. her career high last night. Yeah, you bring in Kelby Washington. She's a contributor. I mean, the, there's a few things. Uh, Kennedy Tucker comes in as transfer. Yeah, so yeah. there's you have more players that you're able to play this year, and you have somebody like a Liz Scott that's actually healthy, too. So. Well, you just think how good this team would be if – Anna Lanusha doesn't get yeah. that t- torn ACL. Yeah, she I mean, was with, she was playing at all conference. That they have. Yeah, she was playing you at know. an all conference mm-hmm. level whenever she got hurt. And so. you know, and the other thing on that, and then another question is: Just think if uh, Williams and Taylor Robinson can come back for their COVA year. These these, and then Lanusha, how darn good this team could be next year if these two kids come back and play another year. My last question is Hall of Fame. I, you know, I, I to me, Bonds, Clemens should be in the hall. There's owners and, and managers that are in there. They, we knew all of that this stuff was going on back then. Nothing was stopped back then to stop the pep pills, the beanies, right. whatever they well, were taking and, then. Uh, now David Ortiz was <laughs> in the Mitchell Report. Uh, yeah, David Ortiz, yeah, he, it, it comes down yeah. to, here, here, it's pretty simple. It comes down to the fact that Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens are jerks. Mm-hmm. And the voters don't like him. And Big Correct. Poppy is a big, fun, lovable guy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so he gets in first ballot. So it, it's all... They're not well, taking their personal uh, opinion with two gentlemen out of it and voting yeah. solely on them as players. And I get the whole steroid scandal, but it's just a part of the game. It's a part of that time period. And even if you have to acknowledge that on their plaques or in their display, mm-hmm. whatever you have to do, that's got to change. Those those two exactly. guys were too big of a part of the game during that time period that you can't leave them out. Pete Rose, same situation. Pete Rose needs yeah. to be. I mean, we could go on and on with some of the guys mm-hmm. that have been left out uh, for certain reasons, but other guys have gotten in. Like Drake said, 
David Ortiz is in the Mitchell report. He, right. he was busted in the same situation. And for me, David Ortiz as DH for the majority of his career. Right. But yet you want to leave a guy like Mattingly out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there's just, I, I don't know. It, it, something's yeah. got to give with this in the future, and they've got to redetermine or reevaluate how they're handling some of these players because they're a part of the history of the game. Well, and there's been such a a shift in how it is that players are voted on to. Because used to, like, 3,000 strikeouts, that was a shoe in to be Shoot. a Hall of yeah, Fame. Yeah, you're in. Mm-hmm. Kurt Schilling, not uh, voted into the Hall of Fame. Now, I'm not saying he should have been, but wasn't. A, a guy that had double digits uh, gold gloves at any position mm-hmm. was a shoe-in to be a Hall of Famer. Andrew Jones, not even close to being yeah, voted exactly, in. exactly, yeah. So, it, there's been such a moving the uh, yard marker type of situation when it comes to voting on... Uh, Hall of Fame players, and it's it's been something that's been continued since they started voting on the Hall of Fame. But um, it's just frustrating to watch it. See somebody like Barry Bonds. You could argue yeah. Barry Bonds is the greatest position player of all time, just as far as mm-hmm. his stats and everything. It's you have to ignore a lot, obviously, but you can make the argument, and he's not voting. And Roger Clemens, I mean. What did he win? Five Cy Youngs? Seven, I think. I think it was more was than five. Five, five. Yeah. Five, yeah. You so, may be right, yeah. Was, Whatever it is, it's... You get a, over a handful of Cy Youngs. You got a whole ring. A uh, you know, a handful if it was a ring, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just amazing that, you know, them two, Sosa, uh, Sheffield, McGuire, guys like that probably... Maybe these new voters will get them. I know Joe Morgan is flat against all of them, but uh, but I, I just feel like all this went on, and maybe you guys can see who who owners and managers that have gotten into the hall that were during that era, and not, nothing ever was stopped about it. There's so many that played during that time period. You don't know who yeah, was doing exactly, what. That's the thing. Exactly. Yeah. And, and guys are in that have been mentioned in certain uh, reports or in. So, for me, that's the biggest thing. If Bonds was likable, mm-hmm. he would have been in. If Clemens yeah. was likable, he would have been in eventually. Yeah. So, and I think Bonds had already won three MVPs in. And before ninety eight, well, and that's been said. Like you could take happened. Barry Bonds' career and yeah. chop yeah. off the Giants, and he's still a Hall of Famer yeah. in a lot of exactly. people's eyes. So, yeah. yeah. Well, so. I, I feel you guys feel the way I feel. Like these guys should be in come hell or high water. Same way with Pete Rose. I mean, back in the old days, Barry Bonds was so much must see TV mm-hmm. that he alone yeah. just coming to bat in his uh, in his <laughs> years with the Giants. Probably the ratings were higher than some of their playoff games that they have right now yeah. on, on network television. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. uh, ESPN when SportsCenter was at its zenith would do Break live in. cut-ins yeah. of Barry Bonds. That's at how that. important so, he yeah. was to the game, uh, regardless of how he did it or how he got there. So, yeah. just think if Ty Cobb would be playing nowadays, he wouldn't get in from whatever his views were back <laughs> well, in those old days. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, gentlemen, hey, I really appreciate it. I just thought the girls really played well. I I, I didn't tune too much of the 
Oh, you guys, I thought they'd lose, but TJ, you you kind of hit it on the right. You had a good percentage that they would win, and I got the last part of it, and I thought, wow, they're winning, so I listened to the last part. I listen, you know, normally I don't listen to it all of the game. I listen to a whole game of the the the, the girls, and Drake well, was there. And did the, the guy that calls the men's games a rough listen, so I don't blame you. It's kind of yeah. hard to hear sometimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Benny. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Sean, hold on. You can be up next. Uh, you can jump in as well. 405-329-9000. T-Row in the morning show. TJ and Drake in this hour. Back after this. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. We're back. T-Row in the morning show. R.K. Blatt brings you this hour. Sean has been holding on. What's going on, Sean? Well, good afternoon. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, by the way, one quick thing on Benny's. I will. I mean, good call. I will say uh, he mentioned two guys. Sosa and McGuire are not Hall of Famers under any metric. No, I, I, might, I agree with that. As, yeah. yeah, You might as well put Rob Deere and Dave Kingman in. Um, Sheffield, I would have to take a long look at as well before... I think uh, even Andrew, Jones, I don't even think Chef and Andrew Jones. Andrew, they were both Braves, and I'm not, I'm not putting them. Yeah, in. but anyway, yeah. I want to give a shout out to Drake. I thought his breakdown of if you beat the teams you're better than, yeah. <laughs> or and steal a game against somebody better than you, you can That's probably get in the tournament. That's not what I said, Sean. Stop. That is why I listen <laughs> every morning for the breakdown like that. Stop. I also will tell you now, I don't care where you stand on anything as a candidate. If you will tell, if you will make people pay for their paper tags on their cars. That is a big thing for you. That is a big thing for you. Somebody with an October 21st paper tag drove by me. I mean, come on, people. They got come an on. extension, Sean. They got, they got an extension. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it works that way. Uh I mean, come on, man! I mean, God. That, that's that's uh, that's what you. That's the one thing you want asked. Will uh, you enforce the uh, the paper tag yeah, situation? That's yeah, it. that's, that's it. That's it. I want to get these people off my roads. <laughs> we could so we could we could balance the budget if they would make these people pay. October. <laughs> How long ago was October? We played Texas in October, a week before this guy. <laughs> we started Lincoln Riley as a coach in October. Yes. Caleb Williams as a quarterback. And speaking of, uh, by the way, shout out to all the middle-aged fat guys that are excited about Schmitty workouts this morning. Uh, they're probably done by now. So you can go back to getting your McMuffin and your uh, sweet roll. Um, I was going to ask you, though, that one of the things I've found funny in the uh, fanboy love of Caleb Williams by some, if he chooses to go to Wisconsin, that does not validate that it was because he wanted quarterback development. I hate to break the news to you. There's money in Wisconsin. Uh, the, the theory that some a lot of money in cheese. There's a lot of money in big dairy. There's a lot of money in big beer. Uh, you know, Milwaukee's in Wisconsin. They brew Miller there. Uh, I, I just, that one kind of, I thought was funny trying to equate. Well, if he goes to Wisconsin, he obviously it wasn't about the money. Well, yeah, the, the Obviously, I've heard, you know, they've always got good offensive linemen. Um, and I heard some stuff tied to Russell Wilson, which didn't make sense just, to me because, yeah, yes, he's a, a great pro move, but, quarterback, but 
Russell Wilson's been in the league for a decade. I mean, well, and he was there for one one season. One season, right? And by the way, Paul Christ had him for one season. Yeah, as the OC QB coach, it's not like they worked together for four years. Yeah, you're right as far as this goes. They can say all they want. This is about development, but I'm with you. This is one hundred percent about money, and that's fine. Stop making excuse. I hope he. Has, I don't. I have nothing against the kid. He he came. He stayed long enough for us to win a bowl game. Uh, I, I unless if he doesn't go to SC, I don't care where he goes. I hope he has a successful life. But falling over backwards to make him something that he's not is just it's weird and it's fanboy level creepy. Having said that, as I leave you with a PSA today, people. If you bought a car, it's 30 days. That's plenty of time. <laughs> if you can't pay that paper tag, you shouldn't Don't have buy the car. car. Right. Don't buy the car. Anyway, thanks, and Drake, I look forward to a breakdown of what it takes once we get in the Big 12 tournament soon. That's right. Anyway, just, you, just kidding. Uh, thanks, uh, guys. Uh, spoil, spoiler alert, Sean. You want to win as many games as possible in the Big 12 tournament. That gets you to you the have, championship You have a better game. chance to advance in the you Big 12 tournament You have a better chance to advance if you score more points. Yeah. Um, I'd agree with that. The, yeah, the Caleb Williams thing for me, it's it's got to be a money thing at this point. There has to have been, in certain locations, the thought they had deals in place that did not quite pan out the way that they thought, and this is holding it up some. And look, I hate the NIL. I hate what it's doing to college football. I hate the transfer portal. But as a father, if this was my kid, I'm getting my kid as much money as I can right now because yeah. – I get what they're saying. They want him to be the number one pick. They want him to be a franchise quarterback. That's the dream you have for your kid if he's an athlete. I I get that. But that doesn't always pan out. So if you can get $5 million now, it's life-changing. Still, at this point in their life, you get the $5 million, the $2 million, the whatever it is, you get that for your kid, and I understand that. And regardless of where they go – if they want the opportunity and they want to stay long enough, they're going to have the chance for a great education. They're going to have a chance to get a degree if they choose to do that. But this is about getting money now and setting up their life in a different way. And I, that's all this is coming down well, to, in my opinion. Well, and, and uh, that, my thing is that money is going to be everywhere, though. Like, that, that's, that money is going to be – there's going to be a good sum of money. Uh, good sum I, of money. I, I, don't, I don't think it's a – I think they're holding out for the biggest bidder. And they're pitting people I, I, against I'm not one necessarily – I, I think that there probably is some semblance of the NIL money matching up with a situation that they're comfortable with. Absolutely. Because of course. Because if, if – nobody's going to convince me that – They're not belling for Jackson State right now. Nobody's going to convince me that there's not a big NIL deal – that's as big as any other that is being thrown out there by UCLA or USC. Like it's just, it's just not, and OU for that matter. It's just for whatever reason, Caleb Williams doesn't feel comfortable with uh, the new offensive coordinator and Jeff Levy, and that's that's fine. But I think that NIL is playing a big role. I don't think it's the only role like some people are making. It's a combination. I'm, yeah. I'll give you that. Like He's not just going to select somewhere and go for the cash. It's yes. got to have 
the opportunity to reach a certain level of success. Yeah. I, 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 I get that. I do agree with the people though, that say But that's that, what I'm saying. Well, the, the people the, they point to uh, Wisconsin and say, well, see, it's not about the money. It, there, let's not act like there's no NIL money that's going to be whenever, if he signs to be a Badger. So let's stop that. Wisconsin's also a good program that if you get an elite guy like that, takes them to a different spot well, in, in the Big Ten at that, that point. That one season that they had, Russell Wilson, they went to the Rose Bowl. Right. So, I agree with you. that That's playing a part in it, but for me, this is coming down to uh, dot and I's, crossing T's, and getting the money in place for whatever this deal is. And with Caleb Williams, it wouldn't surprise me if it's some historic deal, that it changes the game completely. Yeah. Well, uh, somebody brings up a good, uh, just a comparison on Russell Wilson, which Russell Wilson, because of his height, he dropped in the draft. But he was also a third-round draft pick, too, mm-hmm. to the Seahawks. So he fell in the draft. It's not like Wisconsin like was this huge draft boost for him, and he was a top-five pick or anything. Whatever the reasons are, please just make a decision. Just decide and let's uh, let's have it. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, we'll take a timeout. Chris is going to join me next on the other side for the crossover. He's live at Cavens today. Uh, wouldn't that be cool, though, if that was your kid and you're sitting there negotiating multi-million dollar deals in college? be a pretty nice problem to have. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Back after this on The Ref. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. T-Row in the morning show, TJ and Drake back with you. It's time for the crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County YMCA, who are hiring right now. If you or someone you know looking for a uh, new job, part-time, full-time, Great uh, environment over there. Great people to work for. Great benefits. Go check out the Cleveland County YMCA. Uh, Plank is at Cavens Construction Day. Good morning, Plank. What's up, TJ? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Where's uh, th- Did Toby fly out or something? They, they were do? hitting the bus at 845, and he had some excuse that he needed to shower before that, so he needed to be off at 8 o'clock, so apparently a long 45-minute shower before he headed down to the bus to head to the airport. But, yes, travel, traveling this morning. Yeah. I, I will say there is there is no better feeling, TJ, than when you're, you've called a game and you know that you're not rushing out of town right after it. Mm-hmm. So even if it's – and I don't, I don't think that game finished too terribly late last night. So he probably was a little – and they won. Was he okay that they won because they didn't see Country Roads at the end? Because remember he was kind oh, no, of he was he was great with that. the win. Yeah, they needed that okay. win, so okay. he was fine with it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what went on last night. He ended up uh, he he dropped it slightly and then kind of moved past it. And I said something and he didn't comment on it, but uh-huh. he was up till one thirty in the morning. Now what? I don't know what was going on. Now that's twelve thirty our time because they're an hour ahead. I get that, but those pepperoni rolls. It man. was uh, he had mentioned, uh, you know, Theron or someone had said they were going to eat alone, so he didn't want them to eat alone, which is okay, yeah. understandable still. But I'm not sure what went on for three and a half, four hours after that game that he didn't go to bed. So 
This is hmm. apparently yeah. a victory party last night for the win over uh, West Virginia. Where where they're staying on the the hotel where they're staying? There's not a ton around it, right? So huh, I, I I color me intrigued. I don't know. Color way yet? Way yet? Did they just stayed at the hotel? I don't know. Probably oh, probably okay. a lot of keg stands and stuff going on. You know Toby when he gets wild. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's a good win, man. Uh, and I didn't get a chance. I, I I watched a little bit, but I don't know. Maybe this is weird. Every time I would watch, they'd start losing, and every time I would listen, they would play better because I'd set up in one room and I had a setup in the other room. <laughs> and I don't believe any of it matters, right? Uh, and, and and they never fell behind. But in that 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 second half when they were playing well, I was just sitting on the couch listening without the TV on. But then when I was like, oh, I'm going to go out here, I'm going to watch a little bit of it in the office, that's when things fell apart. So I was like, okay, I'm going back in this other room. And it worked. It worked. Hey, and whatever it works, go all, with it. it. Toby will argue and yell at you about that. He hates when people uh, say stuff like that. But last night, I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, they've been perfect from the line tonight. And that right. West Virginia was cutting into it and making it tight. And that uh, here comes the play-by-play guy. I can't remember who was calling the game last night. He's like, hey, I don't know if anybody's Mark noticed. They haven't, uh, they haven't missed a free throw tonight. And Jalen Hill missed <laughs> the next free throw. The only one they lost all night. So, to me, it, it matters. Yeah, well, you can uh, affect the game. Brinkley also jinxed Taylor Robertson last night, too. <laughs> so, uh, she had her uh, streak of, like, 38 uh, made free throws in a row snap last night. No, too, he so. said something well, I, and I broke think- it. See? I, I think that you you could go ahead and say she's not going to miss, and based yeah, on her number, yeah, yeah, nine yeah, out of ten yeah, times yeah. you're going to be right. Yeah. But I will say I find it interesting, uh, TJ. Maybe we need to have an in depth conversation with Toby about this. That he's so anti that none of it matters. Yes. But yet, if things aren't going well on a broadcast, yep. he'll say, yep. "Wherever you're sitting, change rooms. Yep. Whatever <laughs> hat you're wearing, change hats. <laughs> he and we we got to do, do something to change the mojo." So I don't right. I don't understand. That right. That's kind of hypocritical, right? Uh, you're correct. I hadn't thought about that, but he does do that he a lot during football broadcasts. Yeah, he says it in baseball everything. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Good point. Uh, All right, man. Have a good show out there. All right, uh, TJ. Have a great day, man. All right, man. Uh, Plank coming up next. Uh, Josh will join him. Appreciate the uh, calls this hour. Toby back live from Auburn tomorrow morning. Have a great day, everybody.